0: going to I'm going to introduce you and then turn over the uh, reins to you to do your presentation so I am so so proud to introduce you to Sherry Lukey I love her the first time I met her she is like meaning a warm hug in person and it's just been a gift for the many years that I've known her and again uh, gives me goose. Goosebumps just thinking about you and the amazing things you do. So Sherry Lukey has Sherry Lukey trauma and, an EFT specialist. They'll put the links on the, um, uh, Facebook live there too. So Sherry Lukey is an EFT tapping specialist. And I had never heard of tapping until I met Sherry. <laughs> and I've learned a lot about it since, and it's amazing. And I've used some of her techniques, uh, it comes in really handy at times when it's like, you're feeling kind of stressed or something's happening. It's so nice to have, um, tools that you can use to help in those situations. So Sherry Lukey knows what it feels like to be struggling in almost every area of your life to try everything and not get lasting results. Just a few short years ago, a medical specialist told her that nothing could be done. Can you imagine? Oh, that's horrible. She's since healed from PTSD and years of depression. Sherry didn't believe it would ever be possible for her to feel happy free and excited about her future, but it was. She's done it and she's helped hundreds of clients release anxiety, heal themselves and relationships, find life partners, excel at business and more. Sherry is a trauma EFT specialist using her signature program, Fear of Freedom and R3 formula. She helps courageous people heal their past to achieve next level personal and professional success. Sherry's expertise has been featured in media outlets, including Forbes and ABM FM Radio. She has given a myra myra my, my my I'm not even saying that word right a mirad of life of live and virtual crowd pleasing presentations, which I am very happy I've got to see some because it's amazing to see her in action. Uh, moderated events and offered game changing advice on panels for groups of three to three hundred. She is internationally accredited, certified advanced EFT tapping practitioner and a certified matrix re-imprinting practitioner. When Sherry's not helping her clients or geeking out on neuroscience, you'll find her planting trees and flowers and her beautiful acreage, attempting to turn it into a forest. Sherry lives in Coldstream, British Columbia, Canada with her husband and, and, his, and her uh, adult twin daughters, proud mother. And I've been lucky enough to uh, visit her property, which is amazing and meet her amazing family. And uh, Sherry and both her daughters have uh, shared stories at Storytelling Tuesday and just gifts they keep sharing and amazing people. Uh, Sherry's is giving away a 30 minute experience the magic EFT tapping during this event. So uh, Sherry, I'm passing you the reins. I'm looking forward to your presentation as always. So thank you, thank you for all the wonderful things you do, and thank you, Shauna, for all the wonderful things you do.
1: All right, I am so I'm so excited to be here and to share. Thank you so much for being here. Um, of all the commodities that you can't get more of, time is one of them, and so I promise to make uh, your time worthwhile for you. So what I'm going to cover in this next forty-ish minutes with you is um, the the. The person that I work with, which is a heart-centered leader, and I want you to understand what that is and what that isn't. Um, I want to give you some examples of some of the client wins and miracles that have that I've been privy to help and witness. And the third thing is, is I want to explain what EFT tapping is, um, so they understand it. So we'll start with the with the heart-centered leader, and when I say that, uh, two things happen. One is, is it um, People that aren't in leadership positions of of companies and large businesses think right away, I'm not a leader, and that's not true. You are a leader of your of you you yourself, and it's really that's how change actually happens. Is is it with beginning with you? So whether whether you are um, you know the CEO of a large corporation or whether you are the leader in just your life, uh, this presentation is is for you. Now, as soon as I say heart-centered, what almost always happens is people think right away, and I'm not dissing this in any way, it's just not my style, but right away people think that we're going to hold hands and sing Kumbaya. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not my style, and that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I'm very much science-orientated. I am very much science oriented i am very heart centered Um, But I love to stick with the evidence-based and um, much more pragmatic and um, logistical, let's say that. So that's not what heart-centered is in in how I present it. Heart-centered is someone who actually cares about moving humanity forward, whether that be as an individual, as I said, or as someone that's in charge of multinational corporation. That is the fundamental um, characteristic of a heart centered person. And when it comes to wanting to move humanity forward, what's important in that is moving yourself forward, which is another misnomer of the heart centered. Is very often people will say, Oh, I'm heart centered because I put everybody else in front of me or I sacrifice. And that is 100% doesn't work, it's not sustainable. And, um, and you're going to end up burnt out, resentful, and not leading the, leading in your life or in the world the way you need to. Heart-centered is actually win-win. It's not lose-win. It's not win-lose. It's win-win. 30, it was over 30 years ago, and I'm dating myself now. I'm, I'm 56 now. Um, but over 30 years ago, I came across a book because personal and professional development has been something that has been a lifetime for me. I came across the book by Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. And the, the paper is actually getting a little bit yellow, but I printed off his seven habits. And I've made it my mission to live by those seven principles. But more than that, I really feel like it actually is, what he was wanting to say is heart-centered, is all those things. Because in those principles is win-win. It's, you know, one is, is to listen first so that you understand those are part of the principle those are part of how I feel about a heart-centered leader because now more than ever we need these type of people to be leading we need I need you to be leading yourself in a heart-centered way we often have all kinds of compassion for other people and zero for ourselves and that doesn't work The work I do starts with you. It starts with learning compassion for yourself and for others so that you can show up and make that difference in the world, move humanity forward in the way that you want. So there's more principles of the heart-centered leader, but those are the main, those are the main ones to stand to stand out for today. Um, Actually, one more, and that's taking responsibility for yourself. That when something happens, you you look to yourself. To what's your part in it and that's not always easy to do which is going to bring in the EFT that I talked about in a few minutes because as Shauna pointed out at the beginning of and my intro just a few short years ago I was really struggling in my life um, and having that medical specialist tell me that you know after four months of tests and him to tell me that you're one of the four people in the world that I don't know what's wrong with and nothing more can be done for you done for you it was devastating to say the least. And, and it was a longer, a longer story for another day of how I, how I ended up discovering EFT Tapping. But what I know for certain is, is that, that what is in your way from living a life that you love and not by default, by living a life on purpose, leaving a legacy, having the success you want, making the money that you want, that you're what's in the way and your subconscious beliefs now when I say you're in the way I don't mean that to say to beat you up or for you to be harder on yourself because you're likely already really hard on yourself I want you to look at it from the perspective that yes you're guilty and you're innocent you're guilty because yes you are the one responsible but you're innocent because you never intended that so some of the some of the the miracles that I've helped people um, get and experience, um, it's I pinch myself every day that I get to do this work. Um, I really took my own full breakdown to get the breakthrough, um, and you don't have to have that full breakdown to get the breakthrough. It's it can be done much easier than that. So. A few of the things that I've helped people do is, um, I've helped their company uh, increase profits by 50%. And that's important to me. Money is really important to me because it's really important that we get money into the hands of heart-centered people because that's how you make an impact. You have to take care of your own needs. You can't be worrying about paying the bills and then be worried about the problems in the world. You have to take care of those things first. and so. Taking care of that and then being able to make that impact in the world is what I'm what I'm down for. So, increasing those profits by fifty percent, um, having them you know win awards and um, you know all kinds of recognition um, for their contribution for their success it's, it's so fun. I, it, it just tickles me and fills my heart when I get to hear about those kinds of successes. So, and I kind of break things into kind of three main areas, health, finance, and relationship. And so that kind of covers one of the examples in the, in the finance or career department um, in terms of the health department. Well, there's my example. It's like, I went from not being able to, you know, walk our dog at the time for, you know, 10 minutes without having to sleep for two hours Um But I've had other uh, other helped other people heal their health as well, Um, because one of the things that will often show up for people when you're not coming from a win win perspective is your body will take the hit and you'll you can keep pushing for a long time. And that's what I did. And eventually things start to kind of unravel for you. And then the relationship department is, um, you know, using myself as an example. Again, it's like. If someone looked at my life at that time, uh, they would have said, you've got it going on. You've got, you know, wonderful husband, two beautiful girls, you know, I live on this amazing acreage. Your life is good. But that wasn't. It wasn't in my head. And it clearly wasn't in the results that I was getting. And that's almost always the case is, is that it's a relationship with yourself. And it expresses itself as relationships with others. So I've helped people save marriages. I've helped people find life partners. I've helped people heal broken relationships with siblings, with family members. I've helped people be able to learn to set healthy boundaries um, with difficult people in their lives. All of that comes back to yourself. And as I said, it's I feel so privileged and honored to have worked with all the clients that I have. And I'm excited about the ones Um, to come. And why EFT is so powerful. So this is the third part, because I want to spend the most amount of time on this. So working with heart centered leaders is, is that very often what will show up is, is that they might have a ton of success at work, and their home life isn't working out so well. Or they'll have, you know, this great relationship at home, Work isn't going well. Or a combination of health in there as well. And it's, it really can happen as all one of those areas showing up or all three of those areas. And then there's also, I work with people whose lives are actually working really well, exceptionally well. And they want to take their life and business to the next level. They want to leave a legacy. And the first thing to understand about to understand about EFT is understanding the subconscious mind. And I just wanna say this so I don't forget to say it, but um, EFT is um, more commonly known as tapping. So it stands for emotional freedom technique. And the reason it's called tapping is because you literally tap on acupressure points on the upper body. And now right away, it's like, that looks really weird. And I 100% agree because when I discovered it, I was a closet EFT tapper. I did not want anybody to know I was doing it because I fully believed it was not going to work. It was my last hope, but I didn't believe it was going to work because it's it's strange. And it and it's almost, it really is almost unbelievable that something so simple and something so odd can get the profound results that it does. But it absolutely does. And so going back to the subconscious piece, because then that explains the if why EFT works so well, is I have, and I have um, props for this, and so I'll describe them because this is going to be on a podcast as well. But your subconscious this is your conscious mind. So it's this little I have this little tiny kind of yellowy green marble. That's your conscious mind. And then I have this giant green exercise ball. and that is actually your subconscious mind. And so when we go to make changes, when we go to take our le- take our life and business to the next level, our subconscious mind, that giant green ball, does not want us to do that because its primary job is to keep us alive and breathing. And how it does that is by keeping everything the same. And that means even if the same sucks, which was my case, it wants to keep you in what would be like a um, this range on a thermostat with a high and a low setting. It wants to keep you in that familiar, safe place. So no matter whether your life is working or not working, every time you want to up level, your subconscious is going to kick in and give you all kinds of resistance. And that's what I talk about. Remember, I said about being guilty and innocent. This is what I mean about, yes, you're guilty because you were the one that did or didn't do those things. But you're innocent because it's that subconscious mind that is running the show. It's the one driving the bus. And almost everything that got downloaded into, into your subconscious happened before the age of seven or eight. So the majority of your beliefs about yourself and the world all got programmed before the age of seven or eight. Now, if you're like me, it's been a while since I've been seven or eight. And so right away, people say, well, I don't remember any of that. And that's okay, because it's absolutely magical what EFT can do. because by soothing the nervous system. So that's what's happening. So when you stimulate these acupressure points by tapping on them, and those acupressure points, um, just for any of the skeptics out there, because again, um, the science part of me, I had to know physiologically why this very unusual tool was working so profoundly, is that uh, two French scientists actually wanted to know if these acupressure points actually existed. And so they injected nuclear isotopes and not only did they exist, but they also followed what's considered the Chinese meridian lines, which is the energy lines in the body. And they followed them exactly. And so, by stimulating these acupressure points on the face and, up, and upper body, because um, there's also ones on your hands, is that it sends a soothing signal through your nervous system to your amygdala, which is the fight, flight, freeze response. It's basically your. You know, the, this, this, the fire alarm in your, in your head that goes, oh, you know, oh, crap, there's a problem. And it sends a soothing signal to that and it interrupts it. And so what happens then is, is that instead of your subconscious going off and moving you into stress response, where your options are fight, flight or freeze, all that blood flow draining from your frontal, frontal lobe and higher brain centers into your primal brain to get you ready to fight, flight, or freeze. Instead of that happening, what happens is all that blood flow stays up there and all that information in the subconscious becomes available. And it literally, it's like it bubbles up. But not only while you're tapping, you're actually talking about and thinking about the problem. And that's where it's so miraculous and so powerful because when you just talk or think about a problem or a traumatic event or a negative event, right away that subconscious goes off and it's into the amygdala goes off and the subconscious is into, oh, we got fight, flight, or freeze. And so then the problem solving, the creative part of your brain is not accessible. And you can imagine how how critical this is in leadership. Whether it's leadership, like I said, of yourself and the relationships in it, or whether it's leaderships of huge companies, so you have to know when your stress response is 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 kicking in, and then be have a way to be able to interrupt it so that you can bring back all that creative problem solving brain, so that you can instead of reacting and having to clean up a mess afterwards, you can actually respond powerfully. So by sending that signal, by tapping on those acupressure points while thinking or talking about the problem, it interrupts that signal so that you can have access to that higher brain center, the problem-solving brain. And then in addition to that, because like I said, all that information becomes the in all that information in the subconscious becomes available. And here's what people don't don't realize is, is that the subconscious is just that, it's below the radar, right? So someone will say, oh, you know, you act just like your mother, or you act just like your father. And you'll right away respond, it's like, no, I don't. I like, in fact, I work really hard to not to not operate like them. And that's what you don't realize is that everyone else can see that you're actually operating in ways that don't work, but you don't see it. And so when you're tapping, this information becomes available to you, you can now start to see and understand how some of the things that you're doing maybe aren't working, that they're not win-win, that um, that you're not listening, that you're not seeing things from a broader perspective. And as you're tapping, those things become available to you. Now, one of my superpowers is being able to connect the dots. Um, is... Because it's not always easy when you're in in the thick of a stress response to be able to, even with the tapping, to be able to reframe things, to see things from other perspectives. And that's where I'm exceptional at taking that, what's going on and following the thread and connecting the dots to what happened way back when. And it almost always is way back when, because like I said, the subconscious Almost everything that got downloaded into it, everything that got programmed was before the age of seven or eight. So to follow that thread back and be able to find out what happened, what belief got set up about myself and the world that's causing me now to act in ways that don't work, to act in ways that aren't in alignment with my wants and desires, with my higher higher vision for the world, that becomes available. So just to give an example of this, um, and I'm, I'm changing the, all of the um, details um, because confidentiality is, that's how I've had all the success I have is because it is absolutely paramount that everything is confidential. So um, given the example, it's nothing close to what the person actually is or who is, um, is a gentleman wanted to show up as a stronger, um, in a healthy way, confident leader not only in his company but also at home and as we started to work and to tap and get that stress response off because I teach you how to tap on yourself it's you are healing you I'm the guide I'm the help so as we're tapping and we're talking about how you know the things that aren't working in the company and the things that aren't working at home and they start to connect the dots and it went all the way back to him hearing a story when he was five years old. He was, he was awake in his room. His parents did not know that he was listening. And his mother was from a country where there was a lot of unrest. And he was supposed to be asleep along with his siblings. And what he heard in that moment was is that relatives had been their house had been ransacked and they had been killed and so as that five-year-old what got processed or what got set up the beliefs that got set up in that moment was is that I can never ever say who my parents are where we live no information now that did not he was not aware of that. That's what we learned by getting that stress response off and getting into that into that information in the subconscious. And so how that was showing up was is that he wasn't able to use his voice. He really wasn't able to speak up and speak his truth and really operate and run that company the way that he actually wanted because he was so afraid as a subconscious level That if he really stood up, if he really stepped into his power, that it would harm his family. And there's no way that that was going to be available to him other than through tapping, getting that stress response off, getting into the information, into the subconscious. That's what became available. Another story about, um, again, everything's changed, is this... um, woman who was, uh, she was wanting to uh, lose weight and didn't, you know, was trying everything. You know, it was like, had everything else in her life was working brilliantly, but not able to get this weight thing under control. As we started tapping, as we started talking about the weight and because the stress, that stress response is interrupted and that information becomes available in the subconscious, And we follow the thread back is that when, again, when she was before the age of seven or eight, she wasn't really clear how exactly old she did. She knew she was younger than that is, is that she had been told by a family friend that she was fat and she did not remember that statement. And in that moment, she made up the belief about herself that I'm fat. So how that shows up, and so to explain just on another level of why EFT tapping is so brilliant, is that it's coming from the knowledge, and this is fact, that everything is energy. When they look at like using quantum physics, which is the study of the tiny, when they look at tiny molecules and atoms, it's like, it's energy. It's mostly energy. We are energy. Everything around us is energy and it all has a vibration. It all has a frequency. So when you have a belief and you can look at it, this two different ways, because right away, because as soon as I start talking energy right away, people go into that, Oh, the Kumbaya, the whole kind of woo, all that stuff. and, and, Um, again, there's nothing wrong with any of that. And it's like, and I can easily go into that world, but where I'm more comfortable is in, in the science. Um, And science is saying that everything is energy. And so if you're, um, so if everything has a vibration, then beliefs have a vibration. And so that belief about her believing that she was fat, had a very low vibration. And so what does it attract? More crap, and experiences that she's fat. So then when she started to at started to really recognize that she was told she was fat there, she was told she was chubby here. And it was just this breadcrumb trail of all these experiences of reinforcing this belief that I'm fat. So by going in and using EFT to turn that stress response off, you can literally reprogram your brain. And i and this is the science piece of it is, is that um, there's a doctor in Australia. Her name's Dr. Peter Stapleton and she's one of the leading researchers um, for EFT tapping. And I'm just like, I'm so grateful for her work is, and she, because she has access to an fMRI machine, which is where they do brain scans. And she's proving that, this that tapping works. In fact, she has an example of where she had because her thing is is about um, uh, overweight and cravings. And so she took two groups, and she had one group as a control group. The other group was the group that would be tapped with. And she put them both through the fMRI machine and asked them to think about all the foods that they shouldn't be eating, all the things they craved, all the hamburgers and the French fries and the cakes and the you know the wine and all that stuff. And she was standing in the um, uh, tech room with the technician that was running the fMRI machine. And they're seeing the brains and they're lighting up like Christmas trees, all of them. She takes the control group. They do nothing, unfortunately, for the control group. <laughs> the group that she was tapping with, she tapped with them for five weeks, two hours a week. Brings them both groups back in for, to get scans again the group the control group goes through and again the brain lights up and ask them to think about all the things that they're craving all the foods that they shouldn't eat and the brain lights up like christmas trees again then she takes the group that she's been tapping with and there is nothing she asked them to think about same thing she asked them to think about all the foods they crave that they shouldn't be eating and there was no brain activity so much so that it happened that the technician that had done the initial scans was the technician that was bringing them back through these follow-ups. And he looked at Dr. Stapleton and he was like, what did you do to these people? Because it almost looked like they weren't in the machine. And so we know for certain that it is working. And there is hundreds of studies now proving its efficacy, proving how effective it is for anything that is has a stress base. You know, and when you think about it, I don't know much that doesn't have a stress base to it. Pretty much everything does. Um, and that's why you can that's why you can hear of all kinds of different things um, that EFT tapping can be effective with. But for these purposes, I want you to see it from the perspective of leadership, leading your own life, leading the lives and influencing others, the impact. So can you imagine, so the, the woman that I'm talking about, so able to lose the 50 plus pounds, how, and it's nothing wrong with being overweight. That's that, that is not a problem unless you have a problem with it personally. If you personally don't feel good, then that's a problem. Whether it's, you know, whether it's your health, whether it's finances, whether it's relationships, it's about what doesn't work for you. There's absolutely no judgment. For me, it's about what you want and how you want to lead your life. So can you imagine for her now is how she shows up in her life, you know, or like the guy that I talked about, being able to actually speak his truth, being able to lead that company from that heart-centered leadership perspective that he was so afraid of before. How you show up in, in, in your relationship and with yourself. And so that and an, an example with being able to um, find that life partner, you know, or, or stop a divorce. It's like how those things how those, you know, not being healthy, not having money, you know, on your way to divorce, can you can you show up as a heart centered leader in those places you might be able to. But it's going to be really difficult because you're not in alignment with yourself. You're not feeling and um, you're full. You're not expressing your fullest potential. So I wanted to say the other bit about you know. So the vibration of matching up. So you can also look at it from a very cognitive be- behavioral therapy from more the science perspective. That so if you have this belief that you know um, I don't deserve or I'm you know I'm too you know, difficult to work with, or um, I'm not enough, in some version, fill up, fill the bank, whatever. That's the belief. Then you have the thoughts around that, that it's like, oh, you see, I'm not enough in this area, because these, these, these things I can't do, and I'm not good here, and I've got these problems. So those are the thoughts. So then the emotions follow with that. Feeling really negative, feeling hopeless, feeling frustrated, annoyed, then those, what follows those emotions is your behaviors. So if you're feeling like crap, your stress response is probably on, blood flows out of the frontal lobe and higher brain centers. You're going to be reacting. You're going to be responding. Not You're not going to be responding. You'll be reacting in ways that you're probably going to have to clean up or feel really re- regretful about. And when you show up in those, in those behaviors coming from that negative emotion, those behaviors turn into habits, getting up every day. Oh, I'm so stressed. I'm so tired. It's like never ends. It's like, Oh, you know, he's always complaining and Oh, she never hears me. And that habit becomes the results in your life. And you rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat and how you break that cycle, how you change that vibration is going to those subconscious beliefs and i'll just show again this giant green ball it's so powerful it's it's doing all these things you don't even have to think about it it's like breathing heart beating all those things it's so incredibly powerful it's so much more powerful than this tiny little marble that your conscious mind so you consciously you might want to have, of course, well, I shouldn't say of course. You might want to have beautiful relationships. You might want to have health. You might want to have money and success and leave a legacy. Consciously, those are your wants. But if your subconscious beliefs are not in alignment with that, it is extremely difficult to actualize those things. Because it's like, it's like taking your canoe and putting it in the river and constantly paddling upstream. You might be able to achieve those things, but it's going to take a tremendous amount of energy and effort. It's exhausting and life feels hard and you're not living a life by design, you're living a life by default versus getting in that canoe and going downstream. That's when you have alignment. That's when your subconscious beliefs are in alignment With your wants and desires and this like i said again this is very specific to you this isn't what anybody else wants this isn't anybody else's desires this is what you want so to bring it full circle again coming back to what a heart-centered leader is and isn't it is not showing up in ways that are lose-win. It is always win-win. And if it's not win-win, it's no deal. It's taking responsibility for your part, listening first. It's wanting to move humanity forward and you're included in that humanity. It isn't something ex- outside of you, it's you and human- humanity, wanting to take everything and move it forward and operating from that principle. And in order to really operate from those higher principles, from that higher brain center, you cannot have your stress response on because that subconscious job is to keep you alive and breathing, keep you exactly the same, because same equals safe. So every time you wanna up level, it's going to, you're going to come up against that resistance. And the fastest, easiest way to Uh, to be able to interrupt that resistance, to be able to move yourself forward and be able to be that leader in yourself and be with yourself and with others and with your companies and businesses is is by having that stress response off so that you can respond instead of react. It's so incredibly powerful. It's, I'm just, I've, you know, Prior to, you know, the doctor telling me that he, you know, I was one of one of those four people in the world um, that he couldn't do, you know, that he didn't know what was wrong with and nothing more could do could do for me. Those 30 years before that, I had I spent trying everything under the sun because my health and my finances were two that I just could not get sorted out. They get sorted out and then they fall and then they get sorted out and then they fall. And really the relationship with myself, which I only became aware of after healing it, because it was so busy in here. I had no idea how busy until it finally got quiet and I actually was able to experience peacefulness, but I tried everything and, and I've yet to actually, to have somebody come up to me and say, did you try this thing? Because I tried all kinds of, um, allopathic, the mainstream, uh, medicine and, um, ways of go- of, uh. Experiences and, and th- all kinds of ways to try, and I tried all the alternatives as well, and nothing worked except EFT. Now, all those things had value. I'm so grateful because I took all that information and I and I have it within me, and but it didn't change the results I was getting in the world. I consciously wanted these things, but my subconscious—that's not what it. That's not what the beliefs were in there, and so by changing those you change the results that you get. And, and for me, it's like, I'm so passionate about EFT tapping. And then one of the other things that, that um, Sean had mentioned in the beginning was um, matrix free printing, which is a conversation for a whole nother time, but basically it's advanced EFT. Um, and it really is my one-two punch to help people um, really, really collapse all those subconscious beliefs that don't work for them. So I would love for you to, um, go to my website it's sherrylukey.com so it's s-h-e-r-r-y-l-u-k-e-y.com and I have an anxiety kit that you can sign up for and there's a special tapping audio that goes along with it um, and you can connect with me there and um, I'd love to love to hear from you and I'm so grateful to Shauna for this time she is she is a heart-centered leader hands down she is everything that I just talked about and making that difference in, in the world. And I am so um, honored and blessed and grateful
0: to have you in my world. Oh, you know, the feeling is so mutual. Absolutely. I really like the analogy of the canoe going down the river and just let it flow. <laughs> yeah. I Many was times having... you try to stop it, right? It's like it's not working.
1: Yeah. Or for me, I was just paddling so hard upstream. And, and my health ended up taking a, taking a hit as a result of it, so.
0: That's a, that's a good analogy for me to remember. So, <laughs> am I paddling upstream or I'm just cruising down, cruising down? So, I'm, I'm getting better at it, I think, being around you guys more and more, so.
1: <laughs> well, you know what, chana we're all work in progress. And so, to me, I'm always about, you know what, can you graph it? And are you going, is the graph moving in the right direction? Then you're, you're good to go. It just might not be moving quite as fast as you want. <laughs>